Folks, we're back. Don't leave it to the Judges Podcast. This is the Samurai with my main man, Patty Broken Skull. Yay, yay. Patty Broken Skull, man, you had the idea to do a recap episode of the events that transpired on the on the last card. And first I was like, I don't know, it takes a lot of time. But after this card, after after setting on it for a day, I'm like, we gotta get this shit out, man. This is this yeah. this is ridiculous shit that happened here. Oh, for sure. Without question. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, because everybody, I mean, the internet's pretty much speaking for itself. They're undefeated as it is, but it's weird when you have to watch these little Twitter fights between fighters. It's like, guys, that's teenager shit. That's juvenile shit. You're professional fighters and you're on there talking crazy. And uh, overall, the card, <clears throat> I mean, so many unexpected things. We're all looking for these highlights, waiting for this big bang. It's like going to a NASCAR event and nobody crashing. What's the point? You know, I want to see some I want to see some carnage. And this whole card all the way up till the, the main event was it was OK. Now, I think let's just start with the first three. Right. Let's start with yeah, the main. Let's, three. let's start from the beginning, if that's cool. OK, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was just going to go. Let's go backwards then. Okay, right, we'll pick. Right, that's fine. Just so that way we can pick out the ones from the prelims that we that were right. worth watching. But uh, I guess I just wanted to mention uh, Megan Anderson and Amanda Nunes first because that was like I think you said it best by referencing the fact that she hadn't beat anyone. And after you had said that, I I was thinking about it quite a bit. I'm like, yeah, man, she didn't fucking beat nobody, nobody, and she wasn't even really putting them away. So then you go and see her fight Nunes, and you see the look on her face. She, that's a woman fighting scared and then she's saying we'll be back we we didn't blah 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 no there's no we there's you okay your team is not in that cage with you there's you alone and that's it so yeah they can get you to the place where you you're comfortable enough to be locked in that cage but then it's on you so saying we'll be back we didn't expect blah blah no it's no we it's megan anderson period and she's not taking the blame for the way that she went into that fight. She's saying we were ill prepared. No, man, you were. <laughs> the, the, to me, I, I'm blaming this on the UFC a little bit. I believe yeah. they've ran yeah. out of women that's capable of fighting Nunez, so they set her up. They set Megan Anderson up with two very easy fights, and and then they say, "Hey, look at this. She's won her last two fights. She's really popular. She's got a chance." And I will tell you, uh, DraftKings is new to my area, and okay. I've never used it. I haven't gambled on anything, but I was pretty curious about the odds because I was thinking, you know, the odds of her winning this fight has got to be pretty damn low. If I put right. like ten bucks on her, uh, let's go look at the website. So I checked it out. If you put five, if you had to put five bucks on Megan Anderson, she would have won. You would have got thirty-seven fifty back. If you would have put five bucks on Nunez, you would have got fifty cent. You would have got five dollars and fifty cent. So no one expected her to win that fight. It was, yeah. She looks. She looked bad. Like she 
I mean, even Nunez was like, that was weird. That didn't make any sense. She should have, she should have done more. I mean, there wasn't even any offense from her and everything that she threw, dude, again, she looked like a fucking, uh, uh, a deer who just got her legs. You see what I'm saying? The way that she was standing. The problem with that is she's not even the only female in this card that acted like that, but we'll get into that a little later. Yeah. 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 So that, uh, do you have anything else to say about the Megan fight? I mean, no, uh, I, I don't know where threw, Nunez goes from here. I really don't. Well, they threw in that one, that girl. I don't know who the girl was. I forget, but she, her, uh, she had somebody drop out of her fight and she's talking about coming down. Oh, Amanda, come down to 135 and defend your title here. And it's like, you're still okay. If that's, I mean, if I was Amanda, I'd just be like, yep, sign me up. When? Because at this point, she has to be absolutely fearless. There's not anybody who poses a threat to her at this point in either division besides maybe Shevchenko. And even then, the size differential is massive, right? She, Amanda looks way bigger than her, even if she's down at 125, you know, uh, 115. I don't think she's ever been fought there. But you get what I'm saying where it's like, What's next, man? This is a situation like Mighty Mouse where it almost feels like the division's done. Close yeah, it up. That, it, it truly is. I mean, she's... It, she decides she don't want to fight anymore. That division's over. It, it's it's done. There, there's no star power. She's beat them all. Yeah. That's why it's so easy for these girls that you haven't really heard of to be like, yeah, I beat Holly Holm and Misha Tate. It's like, yeah, when they were at the end of their careers... Mm-hmm. It's not special, Jared Cannonier, when you beat Anderson Silva when he hasn't really won at all. Stop trying to pretend like you're a champion, guy. It's the same situation. Now, Michael Chandler, as that's why we're here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, uh, I guess let's just go to the next fight, man, okay. because we don't know what's going to happen with this division and, and, and these female fighters as it is. What, are they going to throw Holly in there again? Is Ronda coming back? Get the fuck out, man. <laughs> so then you have this ridiculous fight, and this is uh, this is one that's going to take up a little more time. Is <laughs> Algerman Sterling versus Pizza Jan. All right. We're moving to reverse, but you left out the uh, main event. <laughs> well, I started with Megan Anderson. Yeah, my bad. Well, because <laughs> no, I, I, the, one, the bigger ones are, we have more to talk about. And when it comes to yeah, this yeah. Peter Jan and Aljo shit, what, what do you think, man? Let me just I, hear how you. I, I just it. like, I know you're chomping at the bit. You skip, you're right on it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know, man. The guy, the, the rule's a rule. He fucking knows better than to knee somebody in the head when he's down. Right. I mean, he clearly was down. He had been warned right before. I, To me, he need the shit out of him. And was Sterling playing it up a little bit? Uh, maybe he was. Maybe he was. Yeah. I don't know. I can't judge that. But, no. you know, in my, my opinion, and you may disagree with this, I, I really think when someone gets kneed like that pretty brutally, at least I thought it was brutal looking, I, I don't think the fighter should even be allowed to say, "Hey, man, I'm good to fucking go." I'm. I think some a little bit of evaluation should be take place first. Anyway, I've yeah. seen fighters. I'm sure you probably have to get poked in the eyes multiple fucking times, and then they're rubbing their eye the whole fight. They can't fucking see. But oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So yeah, well, I'm curious of, your opinion on this. Well, he was certainly that was certainly a foul. One hundred percent. It's amateur shit. I mean, this isn't your first rodeo. You've been here. You know the rules. This is what we talked about in the last episode. I was like, what are the rules? What else are they telling them that they can or can't do in the locker room that we don't get to hear? Because this is one of those things. And every single every single event, we see shit at the bottom that says, 
newly adopted hybrid rules for law. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm -hmm. it's never consistent. And that is the biggest downfall of this sport. There is no consistency throughout. Okay. So, Oh, you know, Peter can spend 12 years fighting in Russia with 30,000 different rules come over to America. He's, he can't help but to break them because he's already adapted that first initial style. Right. So I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody, but I will say the shit show that Al Jermaine put on is, is an embarrassment. It, it's an embarrassment, dude. These are the type of people that we don't need in this sport. They're missing the whole thing. You're missing the whole thing, you fucking actor. You know what I'm saying? He even has an actor on his Twitter. Like, he's a fighter. He's an actor. He's a podcaster. Cool, man. And he used this fucking event to talk about on his podcast, the weekly scraps. Okay? So he's talking about MMA himself. Now, whatever, man. Be an entertainer, but don't do it, in, don't do it there. Okay, we have we have floppers in basketball. You know what I'm saying? You have the guys that I definitely know what you're saying. You don't need that shit in MMA. This is real life, man. If you are really concussed, we would need to we would see it. Okay, now here's the other thing. They've equated a knee hitting you in the face like that in that particular position to being hit in the face by a, a, a Ford F-150 going 45 miles per hour. So there's a lot of force in that. If this was this crazy contacted shot aljo would have been asleep he would have went to sleep he would have really not been able to get up at all to overplay it the way that he did is too much and how i know that that's a fact is when you go look at how he's celebrating the fact that he's a champion now if you want to throw that belt on the ground before you walk out dude stick to your fucking guns don't don't go unwrapping it at home with your 30 fucking teammates and being all like ah, i'm a champ now no fuck that and then also saying i'm gonna defend this it's not yours yet Nobody believes you're the champion. So him saying, I'm going to defend this is him literally telling us it's my belt. I'm the champ now. Okay. Okay. Because this, every single time that this has happened where some, somebody has became a champion by pure coincidence, did you tell me, Sam, do they not get ate the fuck up their next fight? It becomes bad. It's dangerous now because Peter's not coming in there anymore. He doesn't have anything to lose. He wants to get that back. So even if there's no way they can skip Peter for that fucking belt, right? Yeah, that has oh, to Oh, no. Happen. They're talking about having it quickly, too. A quick turnaround exactly. rematch. Dana, Dana's all about it. And, yeah, man, we'll see. I I don't know. I, I just... Was he acting? Probably. Probably was acting up. I, you say he was for sure. I'm saying... I, I'm, I'm not talking about afterwards. I'm talking about deer in the actual, in the cage... Falling fuck down, all the Yeah. Uh, the the extra was I mean, you have doctors there. Let let them be the judge of this. Exactly. And look at the timing of it too. When the referee is heard by Joe Rogan saying that it was an intentional foul to the doctor, that's when you can see Aljo change. He starts to try to get up, falls down. It's too much. I get it. I mean, you it's an ugly way to win a championship, but my problem is is you had to have been acting for you to still think like to have this weird look on your face, like what if I thought was going to be no contest. And then also to have a party afterwards is ridiculous. Now here's the thing by all means celebrate dude, but you have real belief in the fact that you're the champion due to the fact that you put it on social media. That doesn't make sense. Cause now you're gloating. Now you're acting as if you are the champ. You're, you're the, you got the C next to your name on the rankings and that, that can't be the case. That can't be the case. Okay, I mean, no, and, and even in any other sport, for somebody to win something by purely a, a legal thing, a foul, whatever it may be, even if in the history books it said you were a champion, nobody fucking claims that. It's like saying Babe Ruth had the most home runs before they allowed black people to play. 
How's that fair? There must be an asterisk. You see what I'm saying? That's so what I was, a, word I was going to use was an asterisk. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It is what it is. All I know is that he already had the personality of somebody that didn't belong in there in the first place with Peter for the title. We said that. I said that. And then he goes and he does this. It's like, bro, come on. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away or giving anything to Anthony Smith for the way that that went down with Jones. But that's a real fighter. You know, that's somebody who's willing to earn it. And there's the extra acting where he takes the belt off in the cage and like he's he's crying, but there's never tears. It's like, come on, man. It's just too much. It's too much. So hopefully they run it back soon. I don't even care if it's a main event. Run that shit back because out of all the fights I've ever seen in the history, this one and when Anthony Rumble Johnson got poked in the eye, these are must run backs. You can't not run this back. How is somebody going to leapfrog? And also, I hope they don't try to like push it out to us, you know, using this storyline. Oh, yeah, the knee. They're going to do that, of course. But I don't oh, want yeah. them to say, oh, you know, Al Jermaine is the champ. So therefore, Peter's trying to take his belt from him. I don't want them to say that. And I hope that they avoid saying those things. Also, I wanted to tell you something that I heard John Anik say that fucking made me lose it, bro. <laughs> Let me find it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I took notes somewhere here. Because <laughs> you could take bothered. your time. I, I just see, like, when something like this happens, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I, I think Dana, the UFC, they're like, yes, another opportunity. More fucking money right there on the. More money has just been placed out there for us to pick back up. Yeah. Let's it's run a, it back. Uh, yep. Oh, no, I texted it to you. I sent you that Instagram message when John Annex said it. And he was like, Oh man, I'm just gonna look. I gotta go look. No, go look. Cause it, it was too funny. It pissed me off right in the moment. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Why say that? <laughs> All right, let's see. It does um, I mean the Kennedy fight that was crazy. The Kai Car of France, all of those were nuts. Uh, but he, but he goes. Uh, he said it about the other female fight. He said that's only the second time in a female fight that there was two knockdowns in a fight. That's not knockouts. That's knockdowns. That's just getting hit and this person going to the ground. <laughs> it's only the second time in female fight history that that had happened in that first female fight. You know who the other one is? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's that recent. My point is, is that's how boring that shit is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be Rousey when she fought against Holmes. But uh, anyway, but let, let's get, let's skip around and talk about that real quick, because I want to make the point, like you said, about Megan Anderson. Uh, Livia Souza, she she lost that fight when she stepped in there. She was scared to death. I don't know what the hell was wrong with her. She just looked afraid out of her mind. I don't know if she had a bad weight cut. I have no, no clue, yeah, but she did not look like she was ready for a fight. And that was, uh, that was, I remember that fight because you were picking the other girl because she had one, right? Yes, I, I did. I'd pick Sousa. I'd pick Sousa, actually. You know me, I don't care. So I just picked a <laughs> random girl. She came, she was lighting her up, man. Even when they went to the ground, there was zero fear in her just, throwing punches. But she did wrap up a leg for a second. But you could see she had the same face Megan Anderson had. What am I doing here? Yeah. I didn't understand. She's 14 and two, eight submission wins. I don't know what the fuck she does. What's yeah. her strategy? Get knocked to the ground and grab an arm. I don't know, but 
She looked horrible. Horrible. Yeah, man. I where totally... do you want to go next? Well, let's talk about the Kai Car of France, man. That was, okay. I mean, unexpected. I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over for sure. It's over. Oh. Like, dude's eating him up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'll take another W on my fucking picks. Let's go. <laughs> my that picks were not very successful, but I, I'm fine. I was entertained. Exactly. The way, I mean, the way that that fit, that finish came, I was like, I was almost positive he was out. And then he walked away, hit him with this thing and walked off. And the ref was like, yeah, no, he's good. He's, yeah. he's done. <laughs> that was entertaining as all hell. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I agree with the stoppage. The problem was it wasn't a stoppage. Herb Dean yeah. needs to sort itself. Get the fuck in there. If it's going to be over, call it over. If it's not over, it's not over. Make up your damn mind. I wonder how many guys are going to try that now where they just hit, they knock a guy down. Certainly females can't do it. You know, they don't, I, I've seen this with, uh, with the overream in, in Rosenstrube. I believe we talked about this before. Rosenstrube, there was four seconds to go in the fight. He hit overream in the lip, split his lip, and then he walk, turns around and walks away. And then the referee's just standing there. And then the referee's like, oh, yeah, yeah it's over. And the fight, the Euros Medic fight before the Kai Car of France. Okay, yeah, let's go there. I definitely want to went, want to talk about yeah, that. That one went way too long. Definitely. You know I mean? And every time I every time I see this happening, I'm reminded of you mentioning. I did. Recently, being too many fucking punches. Like this should have been stopped way sooner. But again, you, if you're this referee, dude, you're always stuck in this you know, gray area where it's like, if I stop it too soon, he could get mad and still be fine. I, you know, you got these, because the real prime cases for this. And the first time I was really, you know, cause they got rid of uh, Mario Yamasaki, Steve Mazzagatti. These were huge names in UFC. They were UFC staples, the referees, right. And they got kicked out because of making bad calls over and over. But yet Herb Dean is constantly in these battles, but yet he's one of the best fine. Mm-hmm. I'm all good with Dude, that. This one was Mark Smith, I'm pretty sure. Exactly. Here. So you have mm-hmm. to be, and then he gets stuck in the knee thing. So you're like, again, much like the fighters and the rules, you're stuck in this gray area of, oh, it's different in this state than it is over here. I have to know that, and then I have to utilize it. So I've seen, for instance, uh, the one of the worst stoppages, well, one of the worst matches where it should have been stopped earlier was Ben Askren, Robbie Lawler, because he beat him down, though, for, badly the entire first three minutes of that round, you know, and it just should have been stopped. He was taking too much damage where I've seen people take way less punches up against the fence, still standing and the fight stop. You're like, that's, I would never do that. I couldn't stop. I mean, if the guy's already been knocked down and then stands up and he's just eating punches against the cage, fine, I'll stop it. But if it's JDS who's known to get up against the cage and get punched, I'm going to let the guy try to work himself out. Like the Andre Arlowski, Tom Aspinall, they could have stopped that and been stupid. Right. We would have both been like, that was ridiculous. He was he was surviving. He was fine. He wasn't taking any damage. They it's it's got to be one of the hardest jobs in sports. It's not like being a fucking you know football referee, right? The rules are always the same. You, any other sport. I mean, even boxing has easier refereeing. The rules are the same, right? I would imagine. Look, look, let's just uh, talk talk about this. Medic looked fucking fantastic. He yeah, looked great. I, I don't remember him. I mean, I remember, I remember watching him on this fight, but I don't remember seeing him ever oh, before. Okay. I, I, I re- I'm pretty sure I remember them on the contender series, but, okay. uh, but the, this guy that he fought, this guy didn't, he didn't belong in there, man. Uh, a- Alien Cruz, Alon Cruz, he, fucking terrible. Medic beat him down, destroyed him. And then the post fight interview with Joe Rogan, he was hilarious. The guy's, 
That's funny as shit. And that's what it takes, dude. That's what I've been telling you. To be a fighter today, it's more than just, I went in and knocked him out. No, dude. Bring the show. Be you all the time, always. You know, and that's exactly what he did. He showed, and it was good because you can watch these interviews sometimes and hear a guy talk a little longer than he should. You're like, get out of there. <laughs> this guy did well. And he was even, you know, being cool as shit to Joe. Like, I fucking love you, my family. You know, my it's cool as shit. All those guys on a preliminary card, especially, they're so happy to be talking to Joe. Oh, man, what a pleasure. Oh, the guy was like, ah, my, my fucking friend back home was wanting me to talk to you. Give a like, shit about this fight performance. Yeah. Let's get to talk to Joe, man. Exactly. I mean, if that's something that pushes you to get, fuck it. I mean, whatever you got to do. But again, this guy is one of those guys that I will think would get a big push and be one of those contenders. Where he's gonna, I, I can see that too. He's going to be favorable whether Dude. he wins or loses because he's a great personality. It's like Derek Lewis. You know what I mean? Whether he wins or loses, I'm going to watch the guy fight and root for him, you know? But uh, go ahead. Oh, what no. I, I want to jump around a little bit more. I want to go to this. Uh, Kennedy, Zach Aquari, Woo, whatever the hell his name is, and Carlos Olberg. Now, I, I believe I told you that this, this my theory on this Olberg guy, and I got to play these up, man, because I didn't pick that many. My, the picks didn't go my way, but this one sure as hell did. It went exactly, I wouldn't say exactly how I thought, but right. you know, I believe I told you. That guy, I seen him on the Contender Series. They were just talking talking him up about how he was this model from New Zealand. And I said, man, if this guy gets punched in the face, he's going to be re- he's gonna be rethinking this MMA thing. Yeah. And he comes out looking strong as, as hell, just like he did on the Contender Series. Right. And uh, Kennedy, just go by his first name, like Google wants you to do when you ask how to pronounce his last name. He's uh, just covered up, got the shit beat out of him for pretty much... I don't know, four minutes in the first round before he started. He just, he kept coming forward, even though the guy was just, he was walking in the punches. Yeah. And then uh, the tide just turned after that. Uh, Olberg, man, his cardio was gone. And the second round came and Kennedy laid it on him. And uh, yeah, that was, dude, you know, people talk about this being a great fight. The announcers, all of those. Oh my gosh, what a great fight. And both of these guys, they got 50000 extra dollars for fight of the night. I do not see it that way, man. I do no, not fucking I, see it that way. I see I, this. I told you. This is like gave me flashbacks to Dada 5000 versus Kimbo Slice. These guys, they do not belong in there. No. I mean, maybe the first card against each other. I don't know. I wrote down, fire both of these guys. <laughs> Kennedy should not have been in that situation in the first place, getting yeah. beat down by Olberg. Here's here's my spiel on it. Um, you know, who cares in the end? Because the neither one of these dudes, it's much like when they said, I think somebody tweeted about Megan Anderson, that's like, she's not, not meant to be champ. That's exactly how I feel about a lot of these guys like this. Like that dude, the Olberg, was just taking punches to his face and not moving but i'm but not like who took that nasty head kick song uh song yang dong he yes. ate he ate this ridiculous head kick and it wasn't like that it wasn't like that in this fight where uh they were both kind of rocking each other but at the same time you knew it was a matter it was because of kennedy's accuracy 
you knew it was only a matter of time. Because the kid wasn't doing anything to move out of the way of the punches. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So Kennedy was just waiting for that timing, which annoyed me because it was slow as shit. Like just waiting and waiting where there was, there was more opportunities he was just wasting. Because whatever Oldberg was throwing back wasn't doing damage to Kennedy. And he's huge, dude. Now, might as well throw this one in there. How about Rakic and Santos? Well, what the fuck was that? Uh, let's see. <laughs> go you go first on this one you go first man i mean that <laughs> joe rogan said it best while we while we were watching it he's like this is what ha- this is what happens when you hype up this banger this bombs coming in you know what i mean he basically said exactly what we feel hey we thought this was going to be you know S- super smash brothers type shit you know rock them mm-hmm. sock them robots and we go in there just to watch these two guys like hang out were they going to go have beers afterwards i'm sure that was the conversation when they got done <laughs> They hugged a little longer than expected. <laughs> now, here's my annoyance with it, obviously, is because every time it's these bigger guys, you're hoping for this bomb. And it's annoying when neither one of them take that risk. One person take the risk. And we know give, they both have, have the ability. Yes, give us a reason to be fans One-shot power. They both have it. I don't know, man. They're, they're playing a the dance. They have chins, dude. They both have good chins. Neither one of them have really slept in years. And they're like, nah, he could probably get me, and I, I want to get mm-hmm. him. Like, what? Okay, man, fuck it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is why I feel like every division in the UFC does needs somebody like Colby Covington. Let's stir this shit up, dude. <laughs> Let's get in your fucking head. You know, he posted that shit about you virgins, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, I'm in. I dude. hope TJ Dillashaw comes back and just fucking is a villain. I'm not even that big of a fan. It's just that let's stir this. I mean, everybody's, I don't know, man, they're fucking kneeling to each other. It's dumb. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's segue from that. And speaking of getting in someone's head, someone got blood in someone else's head. Did, did you see Tim Elliott was just letting his blood flow? It was almost like he was doing on purpose. He was just pushing his head. The blood was squirting out Jordan Espinoza. And they were bleeping out a lot of what he was saying, but it got leaked. He was laying on top of him, and he was saying shit like, I heard you're a woman beater. You beat this woman in 2018. That's what Tim was saying to him? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. And Espinosa's just laying there, fucking blood pouring on his head. He's like, and and instead of saying, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think he said something like, you don't know the full story, man. What (laughs) What the fuck? That's so bizarre. And that's what I was about to say is so crazy about sports these days with having such a less, you know, not having a crowd at all or having very little crowd. You can hear what they're saying. <laughs> they're fucking talking. Jesus. Tim Elliott, he come out, he laid on top of him and, and he pounded on him. The, yeah. the whole fight, the whole fight. He just pounded on him. His, his blood, he, he, t- he ate an elbow, I believe, from the bottom and uh, his blood just was just, I mean, it was pouring out. I mean, it was gushing. He was pushing the more he pushed his head on the Espinosa, the more blood was pouring right in his eyes and shit. Hell yeah! Um, I mean, it makes you want. Uh, uh, it makes me think about the uh, what's his name, Greg Hardy, and that okay. dude that talking shit to him. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is Greg Hardy's on the opposite end, where it's like, yeah, no, he definitely got in trouble for that, mm-hmm. and he still beat that guy up. Like, holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> that's annoying. Was it Juan? Is it his Juan or something? I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, Tim Elliott. I think he earned his contract. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he bought him some more time. Yeah. Uh, 
this is just one of those guys. He's an interesting character. Like a character. He got a Facebook uh, message from a lady that had been beat up, and she said it came from Espinosa. And and, uh, if if it's true or not, it sure as hell motivated him. You know what? Here's the here's an idea. You want to start lighting a fire under some of these fighters' asses? You make a dummy account as a beautiful woman and just be like, yeah, you know, the guy you're fighting, he beat me up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> that's start- what happened. That, who knows? Yeah. Could have happened here. <laughs> Something happened. Get these guys to actually fight. You want to see John Jones finish a guy? Tell him his opponent beat some lady or elderly or a dog. Do anything to fire that guy up. God. So let's skip. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> We're skipping all over the place. I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, Drew, Drew Duber, Dober. I um I I picked him to win against Islam Makovic. Makachev. 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 I'm terrible with this. But uh and I I I did say that if Dober was to lose, it would because it would be because the guy would just sit and smother him. And that seems to be what happened to me. Now, did you hear what Dana White said? in the uh, post-fight conference about that fight? No, I did not. Bro, he said exactly what I saw. That was late, man. I went to... <laughs> well, I just... Watched, I have I follow a couple of YouTube channels that post clips. I don't watch that shit either. I'm out as soon as it's over. Uh, but he said that he saw muscles coming out of Islam's back when he was choking him with his shoulder that he has never seen before. And Samurai, buddy? Me too. I was because I was confused as to what he was doing. I didn't recognize the choke, and I just started seeing these ripples come out of this man's back. <laughs> no shit. Watch the replay, dude. I'll, I'll have to watch it. Oh, it I'll is. Watch it. it it starts to shred because he's. I don't know what this muscle is, and Dana's exactly right. I was just wondering if anybody else noticed it and thought it was abnormal because it's like I've never seen that before. <laughs> so whatever he was doing was with devastation. He was trying to pop the guy's head off. Now let's go back to two steps before they end up on the ground, right? When Islam has his hands locked behind Dober's back, <laughs> does he not look like he's about to cry? He <laughs> may, like Dober's face, he's like, ah! like there was nothing he could do. He's like, we're going for a ride. This is going to hurt a lot. You know, you could, I've never seen wincing like that on somebody's face during a takedown, especially a body lock takedown. That's a weird one. Okay. So when I was watching his face, I'm like, oh, this is the end. This is over with. Drew is giving up. He's in defensive mode. Like we've said many a times, you get taken to the ground. Nine times out of ten, the fighter on his back is fighting defensively. He's not trying to be offensive. He's not trying to win. But another thing, Islam Makachev wants Tony Ferguson because of Khabib. He's actually called him out. He said, I want to smash want to smash Tony Ferguson. Uh, he... Him and Habib, they lose fight, they cancel fight, he cancel fight, then Tony cancel fight, and he still talk a lot. I want to bring him in and smash him. Literally, like, word for word, just like that. No emotion on his face. You're like, oh, this guy eats meat raw. <laughs> this guy's going home to chew on a turkey leg. <laughs> still got feathers in it. <laughs> he's a well, scary dude, man. I'm sure Dana's all about it. I mean, he's trying to wine and dine Khabib, anything to get him to come back in here. Islam's not a 55er, though, right? I thought he was 45. Because there's no way he's 70. Maybe he's a 55er. That's interesting. Because if he is, that just, I mean, dude. 
the way this kid's smashing dudes. And the other thing they said about Drew was this guy is a brick shithouse. You know, he's 5'5", five, five, but the dude is all muscle. And they mentioned his wrestling skills. Yeah, man. It um, looks like he fluctuates as a lightweight, but uh, 155. Well, he's, yeah, he's 155er. Yes, sir. Dang, dude. Oh, my God. That's, that's incredible. How crazy would it be? I mean, you already know what I'm going to say, man. This kid become 55 champ, literally taking the throne from Khabib, his coach. And again, that is another thing that I enjoy. I said it about Mike Brown. When you see these successful fighters start training and coaching fighters, you're getting better fighters. Uh, it's so fucking annoying seeing fucking, you know, uh, whatever can- Canadian fuckface from the train GSP in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, whatever his name is. His, he's got so many unsuccessful fighters. And we're like, oh, yeah, this guy's great because he trained GSP. Why isn't GSP coaching and training? What are we doing? You see what I mean? <laughs> I it's you. that. I mean, they certainly don't want that guy's voice behind the commentating booth. He sounds like he's been hitting the head too many times, <laughs> though he's fine. That's just an accent. All I'm saying is that for people like you and I, Sam, we see these guys that are coaches now. You become an immediate fan of their fighter. Because you know them. You, there's there's a connection there, right? So when I see that fucking guy, the fireman, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? The bald guy that was in the Ultimate Fighter, heavyweight. His name's like Eddie, the fireman, some, the fire. You know what I'm talking about. I believe so. I, think, I can't think of his name either. Yeah, I think he works with uh, what uh, Mike Brown and all those dudes. But guys like that, who gives a shit? You know, James Krause, who gives a shit? Be successful first. You see what I'm saying? Like, oh, cool. You also coach fighters and you're still struggling. I mean, you had to go back to the ultimate fighter, bro. Let's not pretend like Joaquin Buckley isn't a threat. Um, and I don't even like the guy that much. You see what I'm saying? But that's because James Krause has not proven himself. Mike Brown was a champion. Anderson Silva is a champion. Vanderlei Silva was a champion. Quentin Rampage, champion. Chuck Liddell. All these champions should be easily like, yeah, I'll just like, I'll train fighters for like a lot of money. <laughs> like, that's easy. And I know the sport. And the mm-hmm. other thing is, is they're situational too because they've been in there. How many times have you seen these coaches and trainers never once been a fighter? It's no different than having a fighter who's a judge or a referee. Why? Because they know. <laughs> well, right? Uh, a lot, uh, some of these fighters, uh, instead of having like a, uh, a training, uh, I, I guess maybe it's more profitable. Like GSP, uh, I know he went around doing seminars for for a while, like traveling around, fucking everybody would show up, pay their, you know, whatever it was, five hundred bucks, for GSP to to like a, a mini training camp. But as far as far as I know, nothing permanent. Just I don't know. Like I said, maybe they don't want to do it. There's, well, that's why it's less money. I don't know, man. Even if Islam was just a fighter himself, right? And he is. There's an intimidation already because you know who his coach is, okay? It's no different than the goddamn Karate Kid movie, right? (laughs) Okay? You're a little fearful of this skinny fucking dude doing a swan, you know, a swan kick, and that's because you know who his coach is, right? That's mental. And people keep forgetting how mental MMA is. 
That's why I have always said said this thing about them not really being professional athletes. 99% of them are just regular guys. The guys that are real professional MMA fighters are the ones that go home and fucking do push-ups on their fingertips and they only speak in one language. They refuse to learn another. You know what I'm saying? That it's a lifestyle. You see? Which is way different than other guys. You know, Mike Perry and Anderson Silva are way different MMA fighters. Okay, but they're also way different professional athletes. Now, because that guy's still like a guy. He'll still fight a guy in a bar where Anderson Silva's like, I'm in my teepee and I, I sage. I don't know. I should, probably, not, <laughs> probably not any of that. He's like, I don't know. I had a ramen and a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, what would you think about this uh, song, you dong, Kyler Phillips fight? Oh, it was dumb as shit. Hate all. <laughs> no, it was, good. it was a great fight, but I was mad at myself, and you probably were a little bit too because Kyler Phillips' picture – on the ESPN thing was not who I saw. No, it definitely, yeah. definitely was not. Yeah. I've seen that guy fight many times and he's not bad at all. So that's why I was like, Oh, well, you know, I guess I'm, uh, I went with the right pick in, in a sense, but at the same time, Kyler Phillips definitely needs, uh, props. Yeah. Well, you know, we both picked song you dong and man has got one hell of a chin. I mean, to me, he looked pretty impressive, even though he lost. Yeah. I mean, Kyler Phillips, I said he was unproven. Well, this is how you prove yourself. He's now in my book proven. He's, he's, uh, you know, he dished out all that punishment and just kept dishing out. Mm-hmm. And he took a lot himself too. I mean, that song you dong, he was, he was giving it all. He wasn't just, uh, taking it, not dishing it. He did take a well, lot more than he dished, but yeah. I mean, and, and he took it like nobody I've ever seen. But here's the thing about Kyler, too. The kid, the kid's got some real tricks up his sleeve, which is always good. But he needs to stop being afraid of getting in close. He throws a lot of shots from outside, which is very Dustin Poirier, Manda Nunes. He's got the same body type and throwing style, but he has way more kicks, right? So if he was to implement more of a Dustin Poirier. I'm going to, I'm going to get in and try to counter, but also eat shots. He's going to be more successful though. He's going to have to eat shots, but he, I think it's just a little bit. Of, he's weary of eating a shot still, which is fine. But if you're going to get to the level of being a champion, you have to be like, I got to take one to give one. And my one has to be better and more accurate. And I think it can be, but the, here's the issue. He's got a moral dilemma in his head now because he put that head kick on that man's head. And he was like, What's up? <laughs> like that. There was no reaction, bro. Was song like, Song Yudong, he showed he didn't mind taking some punishment in order to dish some punishment. That's what I mean. And Kyler I mean, has to do the same thing to continue to be successful in the division because these guys, I mean, he's a 55er. I would, I'm almost positive. So you got these guys, you know, you're Justin Gaethje is who I was compared to. That's a man that's willing to get punched in the head 13 times to get one. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a different strategy. But that's what that's what sells, man. And that's what's making me mad is I, I mention him every podcast I think we do. And Gaethje's still just hanging out. Stop riding horses on, on the fences and listen to fucking the Eagles, man. Get in here and fight Dustin Poirier. I, that's, that's, that's a matchup I want to see again. I would also, I mean, there's too many 55ers that I want to see go against Gaethje, McGregor, right? But in the end, Sean Brady, Jake Matthews. What a bad pick on my part. But I was right about who I thought Brady was. As far as the dude's massive, super athletic, <laughs> and then you watch him just dismantle Jake Matthews the whole the whole fight. He looked like he hadn't fought in years. Yeah, that um, 
Brady, his uh, ground game looked great. He didn't really get to showcase too much of his stand-up, I, I didn't think, but he didn't need to. Uh, Matthews could not stand up. I mean, he, he couldn't. He he was taken down every time he turned around. That's yeah. But here's what we know about Brady now: is I think this guy's got. I mean, he's got real, real potential in this division. One seventy. It's it's kind of open. There's a lot of big names coming in, new guys that will sell fights. You know, you could put a, a Sean Brady, uh, Cam Zakamayev as a headline fight. And I, I'm in, you know, I'm because the, both, right? I mean, who's dude? Are we know, ever gonna see that guy again? That's I'm scared. <laughs> Did you? Say, I mean, he's posting shit, spitting blood up, and all. I don't know. I'm scared. I don't know what's up yeah, with the dude. I mean, but uh, COVID's really fucked him up, apparently. Yeah, but we have this 170 situation where it's like you have got you have real real contenders from 155 and 170 going back up and down. So who, you know, you got Donald Cerrone. That's even an option for a Sean Brady. That's going to force him to stand, I would imagine, because look at the takedown percentage for, you know, takedown defense for Cerrone. He's going to keep the man standing. He's going to be forced to punch. And he's he's a big, big guy. Just I, I would like to see that fight. I, I think that would be a really good fight. Yeah. And he's the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it honestly makes sense for the next one. It's going to sell. I like that. I like that fight there. We'll see what happens, so, man. We'll see if they're listening. We'll get those. We'll get at least John. Uh, uh, what's his name? Damn it! I was trying to think of one of the UFC matchmakers, but I can't. Sean, Sean. Oh, uh, that that um, uh, that one guy's like Silva, somebody Silva, Dave Silva, something. Joe Silva. That's a long time ago, man. These are different guys now. There's two different guys. Remember, there's a British guy, and then there's the other guy. They are. They're always on the Contender series. I don't know his name. doesn't matter. I was just trying to make a reference to the fact they're the ones that make the matches. Perhaps they're the only ones listening to us. <laughs> it would be weird. Some shit. But, uh, All I know, you had the briefcase episode. You said, hey, man, this whole, the girls, every time they come out of the damn cage, the ring girls, the guy's got to say, oh, there she is putting in the work. After that episode, that shit stopped immediately. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was actually looking for it <laughs> in these fights. I was like, I wonder how right Sam is. I haven't just... heard it since. Oh, I like he was like, uh, all the girls throwing throwing hands to that. <laughs> he changed, changed like, yeah, it up. That Stick with that one. That's a good one. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the main event, man. All right, let's do it. So obviously people are underwhelmed with the performance from Izzy. Mm-hmm. But I'm very happy that you know, uh, Han gets to keep his belt because I still feel like there's a lot of work at 205 that he can do. And there's still a lot that we haven't seen from him. And, you know, his fights have ended very quickly for the most part, but I will say against a guy like Izzy, he didn't seem to have real trouble at all. He didn't get knocked out. He didn't get rocked. He didn't eat any hard shots. He took him down. He maintained ground control. I mean, he won the fight for sure. So I, I don't know. What is it about Izzy that made him unsuccessful at 205 in comparison to an Anderson Silva? Anderson Silva came in 205 and fought James Irvin, knocked him out in two punches, 14 seconds or some goofy shit. Then he fights, you know, who else did he fight at 205? I think there's like three fights at 205. Forrest Griffin. Um, but l- let me ask you, do you think the judging was fair for this fight? It's never fair. That's why this fucking podcast is what I was hoping. I was hoping you would say that. That's why this fucking podcast. 
I mean, it's you look at the like I said, but back to the fighters thing. It's like, man, you, why is why are these fighters not the one judging the fights? Who are these people? You know, get <laughs> and, Chris. And, Lee and why is Israel? Why is he like? Oh man, that that wasn't a fucking ten eight round. That one round, yeah, I lost. But that one round, no way. Who gives a shit if you lost? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> it's about? Fucking too late now. Yeah, you're worrying about the judges, man. You've already missed you missed <laughs> the the us. <laughs> you're, you're too far. You're too far gone in that aspect, but. You know, uh, that third round, that third round, it was not 10 8. No, no, no. I wasn't, uh, he was the better man, but that third round, nah, it was at least 10 9. Come wrong, on, man. Yeah. You're focusing your energy in the wrong place. Um, I will say that there's a benefit to Izzy in that he came out of there unscathed as well, for the most part. Is he's durable. Nobody saw him get knocked out. So there's still this fear for the 185ers. They will have to worry about him. He, he's still a problem. But I think 205 is probably, it's probably a done deal for a while. He's going to really have to get on his Michael Jordan versus the Piston shit and put on some weight, you know, literal weight. <laughs> hey, Jones is already uh, talking shit. Yes, I done forgot about you, buddy. That's what basically is. Yeah, but also... <laughs> So have we forgot about you, dude. Exactly. We forgot about John Jones when he was 23 and got his first <laughs> accident, you know, whatever. We were like, nah, it's fine. You're good. You're not role modeling the children anymore, buddy. Move on. Start start doing hip-hop like Tyron Woodley. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on Nick Cannon's show. Don't put all this out, Sam. I hope you're cutting most of my jokes. <laughs> no, I'm not cutting anything hardly. <laughs> all right. Uh, but it was a long-ass pause. I cut it. Other than that, yeah. I kind of just let it eat, man. It it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, the fucking John Jones thing though is annoying. It's like he, again they're playing this he's childlike a, talking shit on Twitter, and he's it's the fucking and, and again, comedian. <laughs> it's like, but do something first, John. I'm not. Imp- nobody's impressed with you lately. No one's impressed that you beat Tiago Santos. Okay. No one's impressed your defense against Dominic Reyes. Who gives a shit, man? We need you putting men away. All the champions, okay? Nunez did it, right? Peter Jan did it against Uriah Faber, in a sense, okay? Conor McGregor's done it. Khabib has done it, right? All these champions have done it to a certain extent, in, except for John Jones. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying the ones that have been continuously successful. They've had a reign, right? Max Holloway, you know, putting guys away still. And he was doing it. He's still doing it. And John Jones is the champ, just peppering dudes up for a while he'll kick you in the leg like a lot doesn't sell me fights man put that on the undercard yeah well back when he was successful he was doing a lot of shit that you didn't see every day like the spinning back fist now you see that shit all the time everybody's ready for that nobody like whoa what is this crazy movement he's doing a fucking spinning back fist what is that yeah now i mean now now you know everyone's what the fuck bam everyone's ready for that now there's his speed, Jones, I mean, he had a lot of speed. I don't know if he still has all that speed. We haven't seen him in so long. Yeah, and now he's going to 205 where he's – or he's going to heavyweight. He's supposedly. And, well, <laughs> but here's my issue. Regardless of what weight he puts on, he comes in 240, 225. John Jones is not throwing punches to knock people out anymore. Back when he was really in his prime where people were in love with him, eight fight streak, you know, beating every veteran that was in the game that went to Bellator. Um, he, <laughs> he, he was hurting boys. Okay. He, I don't care if he was putting them away. 
but his last five fights have been just going to decision mm-hmm. and they look fine. I, he used to throw elbows, knees, crazy kicks. Some illegal elbows. Yeah, he was hurting them though, right? Yeah, oh, like, definitely, for sure. It was, it was like Tony Ferguson is today, where Tony's going to stop a fight because he splits you the fuck open. There is no tapping. There is no knockout. He's going to beat the hell out of you. There's nobody else that's doing that. That's why when Islam said what he said, just throw that back in there, it's an exciting matchup because what is Tony going to do off his back against this man? <laughs> I mean, and also uh, Khabib and Islam are two guys I would like to see just get knocked out because I, I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> I just want to see. And then let's go back to Peter Jan real fast. Just a, uh, something right. that they said. He had been taking a lot of shots early, right? He was, he, he was, Aljamain was doing work mm-hmm. and they were like, this man's face doesn't change the whole time he's getting punched. Right. You know who else was like that? Fedor Emelianenko. <laughs> Just dad face, just am I getting punched? You know, the whole time. Even when he was rocked, same face. Mm-hmm. That's scary as shit. That's a guy who's going to – he'll be dead for three days before you know because same, just same face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just th- sitting in the chair like his dad breathing. <laughs> it's scary, dude. His fucking wife I, doesn't know when he's done. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't even – he's like <laughs> just not even really sound. Because they also don't even speak great English, so it makes him even more terrifying when they're walking on the street because you're like, hey, what's up, man? Just dead face at you. You're like, all right, smile. <laughs> What's going on? That's why I, here's a theory. I don't think any of us have any idea what Russian teeth look like. Cause those fuckers don't smile at all. <laughs> man, I, I really liked Fedor watching him, but golly, man, he, he ruined, he kind of ruined his image at the end there with, but you know, Hey, he, <laughs> better t- than, better than John Jones. Yeah, yeah that's John, true. Better than yeah. John Jones. He ruined his um, way earlier. And he's still champ for some reason, still fighting. Such a young man. And, and we're supposed to be like, oh, give him all these chances. Well, then come perform, John. Put it all on the line in, in the octagon. We're waiting. We're waiting, man. He's putting it all on, all on the line in real life instead of in the octagon. He's like, I think I might go to prison tonight. What do you guys think? So drink and drive and cocaine and hit a lady and run? <laughs> all right. And then he goes in the octagon. He's like, let's play it safe. <laughs> Who are you, John? And you can send that clip to him. No, I'm just don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up in his empty garage. Have you ever called any fighter out on Twitter or any social media like that? Uh, you know, the only one that really made me upset was that dude, <laughs> that fucking contender series dick mouth. Oh, okay, he, I remember that. I remember that. Even one, I'm like, I hate him so much. Dude. Like, I'll, like I would fight him for the simple fact that I know I would just like wrestle for three rounds. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually pretty quiet on social media, but something about the um, when Cornier got put in that Strike Force heavyweight tournament, and oh, yeah, I didn't think he, I didn't think he belonged because yeah. Morrison was in there. Yeah, and man, I was saying all kinds of shit. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Why is your fat ass in there? Whatever, blah 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 blah. Man, yeah. anyway. It, uh, it, it's it's an interesting thing to see if they would ever come across it or respond, because they're all talking shit to each other on Twitter. But yeah. face on to me too, I guess. You know, I'm in the mix. But I don't know, man. Back to the John Jones Izzy thing. What do you think? I mean, what is your real thoughts of this? Because Izzy was unsuccessful his first attempt at 205 against mm-hmm. the champ Han. What if John Jones was still a champ? Okay, they're similar in body type, man, I guess. There's so many unanswered questions with Jones. I- Depends on the shape he's in. And like I said, the last few fights of his went to a decision. There was nothing, 
nothing dominating about any performance like there was at the beginning of his career. I don't know, man. It's a weird, weird thing. It's like the heavier weight classes have the least things going on. And we talk, hey, like, well, this would be fucking great on paper. Get these two guys in there. And then they're liable yep. just to fucking stand there, dance around each other. I don't want Jones to hit me. I don't want him to hit me. Oh, yeah. I, I would imagine that they're sitting in there just like, this is going to be a banger. <laughs> but but then somebody on the other side is like, yeah, but every time we think it's a banger, it's like not. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, the third guy's like, yeah, but this time it will be. It's like, no, fucking wasn't. Again, like, why does this keep happening? Because you, you being an old school fan, of the sport we've seen some of the most ridiculous matchups and they just don't play out You're like that was boring as shit that was lame wasn't even worth the watch you know whereas you see a, a a fight like donald cerrone conor mcgregor and end the way that it did you're like i would have rather seen an illegal knee in round four <laughs> you know than this fucking fast ass shit you know what i mean like there's this weird balance with being a fan of this sport where you're like end it quickly but also not too quickly <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. give him a shot <laughs> it's annoying but that that's kind of the the intrigue i feel like especially that's for the people that aren't even really invested in in the training aspect of the sport or or the uh spiritual aspect of the sport where they're like i just want to see these guys fight it's just like again back to the nascar reference it's like i could give a shit about the cars i want to see someone crash and die that's why i'm here <laughs> you know and and sometimes they know that that's why so they play into that. You know, I'm not saying that in NASCAR that they actually crash, but are they going to show the replay a thousand times? Oh, you for bet sure. you ass. You bet you ass. It's getting clipped. It's going on their Instagram, on their TikTok, NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR TikTok. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a dark page, oh, I would oh, imagine. No, man, we don't want to see that combination. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it's out there, though. I, 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 I live like three miles away from the track in Richmond. And okay. if you go to a race... And there's no accident that, that you're like, man, what the fuck was I here for? Yeah. You know, everybody, <laughs> if there's a hint of an accident, everyone's jumping up. Yep. No one's it's, fucking jumping up at the end when the, the winner's you know, <laughs> a fucking he, half mile he, ahead he, of the other guy. It. You're like, oh, shit. He yeah. It. No, he did it. He went around all those times. Look, all of them made it. Congratulations. I mean, maybe the husbands. You, you don't want to see anyone get hurt. You just want to yeah. see some cars get fucked up. Exactly. That's how I justify it. Hey, <laughs> some men just want to watch the world burn. Shout out Dark Knight. All right, we'll make references to Batman on this bitch. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Here's here's what you, here's what the next question I just want to pitch your way about that Izzy and Han fight. What do you think is the next best opportunity for Blockwitz? Is there, I mean, Glover to Shara? the fuck out of here what <laughs> go do that fight in bellator next year <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry dude. oh He's, man i hope they don't listen to this they're like sam's such a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all love though it's all it's just yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. much like how everybody else felt about glover it's like god damn it he was not the same fighter he was when he came into the ufc that he was before he got there and you watch, he's been successful against some great guys. He's actually been more of a finisher than John Jones. But against Han Blockwitz, it's like, I don't know, man. It's another geriatric type of situation where if Blockwitz doesn't finish him, you're like, oh, he should have finished. <laughs> you know, Izzy should have been able to finish him then. So, there, it, again, 
you're in this gray area of, oh, I don't know who to root for. Because 205 used to be the baddest division out of all of them. And you were looking at damage all the way through, you know, violent fights. Rashad Evans, Rampage, all those, mm-hmm. you know, even when Forrest Griffin was around. And now 205, you're like, I don't know who's good. <laughs> Isn't there like a tall guy? <laughs> it's the same thing with the women now. There's does not really standouts. Yeah. I mean, there's a few a few heavyweights, but they're they're really the heavyweight division needs a it needs a big influx of new talent. Bro, we need that that's where the stars used to be. That that's yeah. why why I really liked the UFC. I started watching the heavyweights there and now there there's no major star power. Yeah, I don't know why. I think maybe people got like the bigger guys got wind that Brock Lesnar was around, so they were like, oh, maybe, maybe go down to two hundred five for a while. Now he's not there. <laughs> now Kane's gone. There's all these mm. heavy hitters that are just gone, and they were young, and it's just an injury mm. thing. And now you got Frank Mir about to get slept again. Come oh, on, gosh, that's exciting. Well, they, they booked a venue for that today, uh, <sighs> somewhere in Atlanta. Well, I wish him the best. If I mean, Ben Askren does not knock Jake Paul the fuck out. Dude, I might be calling someone else out on on social media. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Hey, I was threatened by a, a fucking fighter one time. And remember that Shane Shirk guy? Sean Shirk. Sean Shirk. Yeah. Oh, fuck and him. Muscle Shark. Yeah, man, that guy. Muscle Shark. <laughs> man, he put some shit out about like a fucking home mortgage. Uh, the interest rates were way to fuck up. It, the, his number did not match up. Is impossible. Right. And I'm like, dude. I got my house, uh, my mortgage is, my, my interest is so-and-so. He called me a fucking liar. He was like, <laughs> like, dude, what do you, the numbers you're putting out there just are impossible. I man, I, I, I hope that guy isn't uh, trusting someone with his money, like a fucking uh, accountant or something like that, like that. Cause they'll, they take, they done took every penny away from this man. Yeah. He's got, he's got <laughs> Dane Cook's brother <laughs> running his finances. I don't know what the fuck this guy has. He definitely doesn't know anything about interest rates. Well, I mean, I'm, that's, that's another little guy that I liked watching too. Even though he would get knocked out, I wasn't lot. even trying to talk shit, man. I was just saying, like, look, yeah. dude, your numbers don't don't add up. He <laughs> fucking went crazy on me. Guy went crazy on me. Yeah, he was he was pissed. He's like, my these are such high ceilings in this house that I shouldn't have. And he's bitching about paying for it. Like, come on, guy, come on, go fight BJ Penn again. That would be a matchup I would watch. How many, are you still the Muscle Shark? <laughs> that's just a there's a bad nickname he's, uh, I mean he he also looked like a pretty boy too you know so when you you're watching guys like BJ Penn eat him up you're like yeah 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 because yeah. because back then BJ Penn was so scary dude when he you saw him jump out of the fucking pool and just <laughs> I mean that's what makes me so mad about these guys the guys that we kind of grew up on mm-hmm. and just being on like badly we, we need un- some stars that- like that again I'm saying, and even Connor's just, there's nothing there. Colby's just boring. You know, if he was, what we need is somebody who's winning to be the guy. Yeah, like everybody, you know what I mean? Rather than the guy who's like number 17 unranked. Fuck y'all, I'm here to take over. Yeah. It's like the contender series guy. He's like, I'm the fucking best. It's like, you didn't even get a contract and you won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need some new talent to come in. Yeah. I'm taking over now. Y'all step aside. It's my turn and actually win. Yep. Oh. I don't know the guy's name, but I know you're talking about the guy. He took his opponent down and just sat on him the whole fight, and he talked a lot of shit. I think he was a really small guy in stature. Remember I said he was the size of a middle schooler. Yeah. Uh, 
also about that is these the little guys, man. They're really making, giving us a reason to keep watching all the way up to probably 185. I mean, 85s and down, it's incredible. There's so many good fighters there. There's so many good young guys coming in. And then you got these two heavyweight divisions. You're like, oh, I don't know. Is Brock still the champ? At this point, it doesn't matter. It's like, when's Cormier fighting, right? So then you got, that's why we have shit like Stipe versus Francis again. And 100% going to be submission finish. You know, it's, it's got to be. Stipe is going to do the same shit. You think Francis had some time to work on his game? Look at his last fights. Is he even wrestling? No. Get out of here. But uh, I do think, I don't care if who wins out of that fight. I just would like to see Derek Lewis fight Francis again. Hmm. Because I, I just think that that's a, that's a, that's a sell fight. That's a main event okay. fight for sure. But either way, man, all right, well, I, I, with, all, with all those championships, we were really expecting just so much more. And it was like, oh, great. Oh, uh, did you see the Corey Sandhagen Instagram clip with the Aljo thing? No, I did not. I, I did not. He's, he's scheduled to fight somebody next already. Sandhagen. I can't think of who it is, though. Hmm. But uh, it's not Aljo. All I know is that he was like, like this with his fa- you know, hand on his face after he saw the clip. I'm like, yes, that's the guy. I'm telling you, he's the next one, man, for sure. If I could, if I could choose anybody to be champions in the next uh, this year, probably it's uh, Tom Aspinall and uh, Corey Sanhagen. Hey, is he fighting Cruz next? I know there was talk about it. Oh, I don't know. Okay, but also Henry. I'm, I'm sorry, not Cruz. T.J. Dillashaw. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah that's show. a fun one. I can't wait. Especially yeah, if there's that, fight that, back. That should be a fun one. Yeah. It's either Dillashaw's going to get severely beat up quick or it's going to end quickly, I think, because they're always rusty and he doesn't have a super juice. <laughs> all right, buddy. I got to uh, get out right, of here. Man, yeah, well, this has been Don't Leave It to the Judges. Fighters, stop leaving it to the judges, damn it. Fight! <laughs>